0: What's going on, guys? This is Eli Fox, the host of the All Day Buffalo podcast. We are getting it going with another player profile. This is number four of the player profile series. Um, The first three were all done on other current Bills players, um, including Josh Allen, who was the first one, Stephon Diggs was number two, and Trey White was number three. And now we are getting it going with Tyler Bass, the field goal kicker. And kickoff uh, specialist for the Buffalo Bills. He was a rookie last year and he's going into his second season. Um, before we get it started, I just want to say thank you guys for joining me on my podcast on the All Day Buffalo podcast. Um, this is episode nine. We've been rolling for a little while now. Um, and It just seems like every week it keeps getting better and better. So um, thanks again, guys, for supporting, for listening. Um, hopefully for telling other people um, what we're doing here Um, and built in Buffalo as a whole, you know, um, if you, there's a whole bunch of other content creators and podcast hosts that are putting up just as good, even better content than I am. Um, So I urge you to go check them out. Um, They're all doing some really good stuff in their own creative ways. So uh, check them out on the built in Buffalo podcast network. Um, But let's get us started here on the all day Buffalo podcast dive a little bit deeper into Tyler Bass's career in um, his early life, his collegiate career, and his pro career with the Buffalo Bills. All right, let's get it started. Um, his early life, Tyler Bass, was born on Valentine's Day in 1997 in South Carolina. He went to high school in a town called Irmo and went to Dutch Fork High School, where he played both soccer and football all four years. You think about kickers in the NFL, you um, Most of them play soccer, you know, it's very, very common where your kicker will play soccer uh, because it is a sport full of kicking and it can only help you get better at kicking. Um, So it's honestly a good thing um, if, if there's any position in football where you want your your player playing outside of that sport, kicker playing soccer is absolutely what you want. During his final season at Dutch Fork, he was awarded with the Chris Saylor Award, which is given to the best high school kicker for that year. Um, And in 2015, he committed to the school, Georgia Southern, where he would go for five years, he would play for four, and take his game to the next level um, in hopes that he would get drafted. So let's move along to his collegiate career. Tyler Bass did not play his true freshman year. Um, He was redshirted for his second year at Georgia Southern. So let's kind of skip ahead to his second year um, at GSU. He did not see much of the playing field. He hit six of seven on extra points, and he did not attempt a single field goal. So he had six total points that season, all on extra points. I don't know what, you know, I don't know why he had only played for extra points. Um, I don't know what they were using him for. Maybe it was injury, maybe he just didn't, maybe he wasn't comfortable taking field goals and they had a different kicker taking field goals. Um, But whatever the circumstances were, he did not play that much in that second year or his red red shirt freshman year. Um, So let's skip ahead to his third year at GSU. Um, And this is kind of really where he came out and showed his talents and showed what he is made of. This was his first year also kicking place kicks. Um, And during this season, the strong legger went 27 for 28 on extra points, only missing one, 15 for 19, going 78.9% field goal range, Um, and he finished this season with 72 points. In year number four, he cranked it up even a little bit more. He went 45 for 45, not missing a single extra point, and he upped his field goal percentage by more than 10%, going 19 of 21. When you do the math out, it's about ninety point five percent. And he added a career high in points, one hundred and two points. I mean, this ended up being his his career high in college, one hundred and two points. Um, so, steady growth, steady development at his position. Um, you know, going from one, some, going from seventy two to one hundred and two is a big, big jump. Um, adding thirty points is a huge difference, um, and can you know, swing multiple games, an extra 30 points just by one player. So, as we can see that Tyler Bass is taking advantage of his opportunities when he's getting them, and in his final year in college, Bass kept up his consistency at the kicking position. He had another perfect season on extra points, going 36 for 36, hit a career high, 20 field goals, at only a 71% clip. So, he hit more field goals than he did in any previous year, but he missed a couple more than he usually does. He went from a ninety point five percentage to a seventy one percent field goal percentage, and that's a pretty sharp dip. Um, and most people will be kind of alarmed by that. But we also see extra point consistency. It's not like he completely fell off. Maybe if you look back at the tape, he was missing long field goals. Maybe he was. Dealing with worse weather, there's a lot of different things where it can affect a kicker's game, and you kind of have to look back and judge each kick individually, and not be too wrapped up in the percentages because really anything can happen. You know, the 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 technique can be perfect, the snap can be perfect, the hold can be great, and the kicker's follow through can be good, but the wind might take it a couple inches to the left or right, and Miss it, um, and it's not all on the kicker. Maybe he got enough on it. And he was like fifty-five out, and it just didn't have the the left or right um, accuracy. So you got to look at every every stat for kickers um, and special teamers in general with a grain of salt. So let's look at some of his collegiate records. Oh yeah, and by the way, he finished that season with ninety-six points. He rounded out his college season, his college career with two hundred seventy-eight career points. Really, really good. That put him in 12th in the Sun Belt Conference all time. And um, let's check out some more of his college records. So in 2018, he was first in points. Um, and that put him, he was first in points in the Sun Belt Conference. Um, and he had 102 points that season. That was that fourth season um, at GSU. During his career, he had 114 extra points made. And that was good for 18th all-time in the Sun Belt. He had a career 54 field goals made, which was good for fourth all-time in the Sun Belt. 2018 and 2019 were both years where Bass was first in field goal makes in his conference. In 2018, he had the best field goal percentage of all kickers in the Sun Belt with a 90.5% field goal percentage. And in his career, he was fifth in field goal percentage with a 79% field goal Make percentage on his career. So we know that his second to last season was his best season overall by far. You know, 90.5%, 102 total points, 45 for 45 from extra point range. But he definitely culminated a nice little um, career for himself at Georgia Southern uh, where he made a big splash in the Sun Belt Conference and put up some good all time records for sure. So let's get going through to the combine and the draft. Um, the combine, you know, isn't too exciting for kickers. Really, all that they care about is the, the measurements like height wise and, and, and weight wise. So he was 5'10", 185 in the 2020 combine. Um, and as you guys know, I like to look at the draft profiles for these players. So I looked at the draft profile for Tyler Bass. His was interesting, his was actually really good. I think I I really agree with the strengths and the weaknesses that he has, um, or that whoever made this listed. So let's look at his strengths first. He hit 93% of his kicks between 30 and 50 yards. That's a very, very impressive stat. 93% between 30 and 50 yards is very, very important. If you're looking for a kicker, you want your kicker in that zone to be extremely reliable. That's where you're gonna get most of your field goals. Uh, that is gonna be where you're gonna get most of your pressure field goals. You want your guy between 30 and 50 yards to be making those kicks. Tyler Bass is that guy. You know, it, I, it seems like when we watched him this past season, there weren't many 30 to 50 yarders that was he was missing. And then you watch him kicking 50 plus yarders and he's making them. So Tyler Bass, since day one, has been killing it from this range has shown how important it is. And we'll talk more about his his very, very impressive game against the Jets um, when he put up six made field goals. And it's just another, another, you know, it's just, it's just another reason why he's just such a great kicker. Um, so let's go on to his strengths again. Kickoff specialist. He regularly booms kickoffs into the back of the end zone and he only allowed nine returns in his senior season. His weaknesses, he's smaller in size, issues kicking in inclement weather, hips don't explode through the ball, and his sky ball trajectory may limit his field goals range from 50-plus yards. So let's take a look back. So we talked about the 93%. He's a kickoff specialist, and we know that. We've seen that. Now, Tyler Bass, it looks like every time he's Kicking the ball on kickoffs, he's looking to crush the ball. He's looking to send it to the back of the end zone, and he's looking to not give the return man an opportunity to take it all the way back on him. He only he only allowed nine returns in his senior season, meaning this is his game plan. This is the way that he plays his position. He's going to kick it so hard that you don't even get a chance to touch the ball. I really like that about him. I really like that about the way that kickers are nowadays you know it's just it wouldn't make sense anymore to just lob it to the five because there's so much more incentive to just knee the ball anyway so if you're if you're kicking it short of the end zone you're giving these extremely electrifying players the chance to take it all the way back but in this new age this new era all the kickers know that kicking to these electrifying players is extremely dangerous and it can swing ball games like exponentially. Um, most of the time when when players are scoring on, or when teams are scoring on special teams, they're winning the game. Um, so Tyler Bass, great kickoff specialist. Totally agree with his strengths. Let's go to his weaknesses now. The smaller in size one. I don't really understand why that's a, like a, a big deal. Yeah, he's 5'10", 185. He's not the biggest guy out there. but He's also a kicker and why does his size really matter um, his issues kicking in inclement weather that could probably go for every single kicker um, other than guys that are kicking in like the Alaskan frontier. Like, I don't know, I don't know why anyone would want to kick in inclement weather or why anyone would be good in inclement weather. Um, other than be- being able to read wind well, I mean, I think a lot of kickers just struggle more in, in high wind, in high snow, or more rain. You know, it's just more that you have to kind of account for as a kicker. Um, other one was that his hips don't expose to the ball. I'd like to kind of investigate that more. I don't really notice that. I'm not too much of a kicker specialist. I never kicked, um, and I've never been one to really only watch kickers kick the ball. So it's something I'd kind of like to go back through and. Um, to see what his kind of release point looks like as a kicker and what it's kind of supposed to look like. I don't know, like a really good kicker, maybe like a Goskowski type, someone that's just been really reliable throughout his entire career. Look at them and then look at Bass and just kind of compare and contrast it. But um, Bass was pretty good. You know, he was a good looking kicker out of college and he definitely got the respect that he deserves. Even his weaknesses are Seemed fair in this draft profile. His strength seemed super fair. Seemed like it was a good scouting report on him. Um, and Tyler Bass was eventually drafted 188th overall by the Bills in the 2020 draft. Um, and he got himself into a little bit of a uh, into a little bit of a battle for the starting spot um, right off the, right off the bat at his first season in the Bills. Um, he went up against Hauschka. Uh Hauschka had been pretty reliable for us. He wasn't like a godsend talent, but he wasn't bad. Like he wasn't, I don't, I don't think anyone was really like pounding the table to get rid of Houshka. Um I know I wasn't, it wasn't like a huge concern of mine. I was more interested in, in how Josh Allen would, would kind of mature and how the whole Stefan Diggs thing would, um, would end up and see, I wanted to see how that, that chemistry went. Obviously we know that that worked out pretty well. Um, but It was going to be either Bass or Hauschka, and uh, Tyler Bass eventually beat out Hausch Money and sent him packing. Um, Bass was set to be the starting place kicker and field goal kicker for the Bills in the 2020 season, and um, the rest is history, man. I think he had a really, really good season. Uh, We'll talk about it more right now. So Bass came out, definitely had some rookie jitters. He had some first-game jitters, um, his first game against the Jets, he went two for four on field goals, and they were bad misses. I remember them being pretty embarrassing. Um, he did hit all of his extra points, but those are supposed to be gimmies, so we won't even talk about that. But the two for four on field goals definitely kind of piqued everybody's interest and they were like, oh, come on, we didn't get rid of Houshka for this. Um, but, you know, I'm sure Bean and, and, and McDermott and all of them have their reasons for having people win uh, battles at positions. So I remember he was getting some crap on Twitter. During and after that game, because we had just let go of a kicker that people were happy and confident in, um, but Bass did not hear the noise. And he actually embarked on a season long journey that ended in a few records and breaking records and tying records. Uh, this and that his best game of the season was also against the Jets, so his worst game and his best game were against the Jets, um, so he put in six field goals on eight attempts in this game basically do it all for the bills. He, he scored all 18 points of the bills. Um, in that 18, it was an 18 to 10 win. We only won by one possession over the worst team in the league. And at this point the bills offense was slumping and they were hung over from a really, really hot start in the first four games. The bills needed bass badly. They needed points badly. Um, and he hit 75% of his field goals, eight for six, for eight, Came through, giving them the boost that they needed to get that W. Uh, His longest field goal during this season was a 58-yarder against the Cardinals. And his single-game extra point high was six makes against Denver. I think if we were all to think about the game that we scored the most or we got the most opportunities for Tyler Bass uh, to make, Extra points. It was probably the Denver game because we completely throttled them, um, and we made them look really, really bad on our way to clinching a AFC East title for the first time in a very, very long time—the first time in my entire life. Um, so that was a that was a really fun game because we just completely controlled them. Josh Allen looked nuts, looked so good. Um, and at that point, I was like, "This team is playoff run worthy." Um, even though Denver wasn't the best team, they weren't any slouch. And they weren't, like, going up against the Jets. They weren't a bad, horrible Jacksonville Jaguar-type team. Um, and we beat them. We beat them bad. So that was really, really nice to see. Um, and Tyler Bass was a bright spot in that game. So the overview of his season, um, in my opinion, I enjoyed the season that Tyler Bass had a lot. I, I really ended up becoming a pretty big Tyler Bass fan. Um, out of the gates, I was a doubter for sure. I wasn't really sure why we would get rid of a Houshka because he was, you know, he was reliable and he wasn't, you know, kickers are supposed to be reliable and I thought Hauschka was, was good enough for the job. Once Bass got his feet wet and got into the NFL and got settled, he was really good at what he did. Uh, he looked like he's got top leg talent. You know, he can kick the ball extremely far we talked about how far he can kick it on kickoffs and we talked about how he made a 58 yard field goal against the cardinals in a really big game and i'm pretty sure that that field goal is really really big um at the point in that game and man he he's definitely got 60 to 62 plus yard talent you know like i i think there will be a point in his career where he will kick a ball over 62 yards whether he's on the Bills still or he's on a different team that kid can kick it um and yeah he had trouble in bad weather most kickers do like i talked about man not like all these kickers don't want to play in, in inclement weather not many kickers will say that they enjoy kicking when it's 30 degrees out and raining with 10 mile an hour wind coming from their west and it is just barreling down on them and it's just it's just more that they have to account for, makes their very difficult job even more difficult. Um, so, you ask any kicker what their favorite climate to kick in is, they're gonna say dome because because the AC is the only thing you gotta worry about, nothing else. Um, but Tyler Bass, he's got a great energy about him. I think he fits the Bills culture very well. I feel like you can't go wrong with a kicker who rocks one eye black. It's absolute missiles like he's just fun to have on your team, too. It's a great mixture of a kicker who has an overpowering leg and someone who can be accurate on intermediate kicks. You know, he's not like that type of guy that's just going to always go out there and try and bomb it over the uprights. He can do that, but he will also accurately kick immediate intermediate kicks. You know, we, we saw it uh, in that stat in his draft profile. 93%. On kicks between 30 and 50 yards. That's the definite intermediate. And that is the definition of efficiency. Like he is the man when it comes to that. He's great, uh like okay, I was just saying that, um, but he had an 82.4% make rate on field goals and only missed two extra points all year. For a rookie in a high stress position, I think he killed it. Tyler Bass, hope you stay forever. I hope you stay for a long time as long as you're producing. Um, as I think you will. Um, But that is all I have on the player profile for Tyler Bass. Um, Thank you guys so much for joining me. This is number four of five, so we have one more. I'm going to pick the last one because I've been letting you guys pick the last four. Um, I've had a a vision for this, (laughs) for at least one of these, and I wanted at least one episode to be about this person. But I'm going to keep it a secret until... The day that it drops, or the day before it drops, um, and it's gonna be good. And no one really voted for him when I put him in there. I tried to kind of like sneak him in there um, because I thought people would vote for him, and they didn't. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna show you guys why you should have voted for him. Um, and it's gonna be good. I promise that uh, he is an instrumental part of this Bills team. That is the only hint I can give you. Um, so we will continue this series for the final time. Next week, we will then hop into technically season two of the all day Buffalo podcast. Um, It'll show up like that on anchor, um, but it doesn't really matter. It's just going to be like a continuation of what I was doing before the player profiles, just kind of going over weekly news. um, And it'll be draft. It'll be, it'll be the draft will have just happened after that. So there'll be a lot of nice juicy content for us to dive into. Um, That'll be fun. That'll be good. Um, so thanks so much for listening. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at all day buffalo. Make sure you follow built in buffalo on Twitter. That is at built in buffalo underscore. That is going to be in the description of this podcast. And you can also follow slash like Buff- uh, built in buffalo on Facebook and Instagram. A lot of other content going over there. Um, I am one of three Twitter operators, so that's why I like to plug the Twitter. Um, we're doing a lot of special stuff over there trying to get you guys the best content that you can possibly get about your favorite Buffalo Bills team. So without any more, thank you guys so much for coming out, and listening to me. Um, and as always, I love you all. Go Bills.